Do you have like a intro you want to do for the beginning of it? Do you have like a, do you want me to just start it off? It's just all happening, dude. We're so close. We're so close. <laughs> Things are aligned. Things are aligned. It's going to happen. It's going to happen. So it's interesting that you should say, and let me just start off the podcast by saying, this is the friends you wish you had. We're not those friends. And the person who was just talking about how close we are, uh, who is, is full of hope uh, that Trump will win a second term, is Jeff Marks. The surge is about to happen, dude. Say hi, Jeff. You already it's the, did. It's the surge. It's happening. So I'm too excited to talk about myself. <laughs> We're going to talk about Q tonight. QAnon. And, that and with the, a little more respect. <laughs> and, the, you know... There's one thing that happened about an hour before, about one hour, two hours before we were going to uh, speak on QAnon. And it was the Supreme Court refusing to hear the massive, the quote unquote, massive Texas lawsuit signed on by attorney generals in 17, 18 states uh, with, with, a, with a amicus brief by hundreds of Republicans and Congress and all this, it was considered the last great attempt by Trump to win a second term. Not just the last great attempt, but the greatest attempt, the attempt that was going to win, the attempt that was going to finally bring the fraud, even though the lawsuit had did not. People misunderstand that, though. Okay, sorry, you and I interrupted, but keep going. But well, I just meant I just meant the lawsuit actually did not allege any fraud. It alleged unconstitutional forms of of, of voting. And but but I want to start it off by just by pointing out. So after this happened, and this was a huge thing in the QAnon community, a huge thing in the Trump is going to win community. Um, you know, God is going to do it. Uh, the legal system is going to do it. Um, Trump is going to defeat the deep state and, and he will become president for at least another four years. And when the Supreme Court threw this uh, lawsuit from Texas, well, didn't throw it out, refused to hear it, I decided to go to QAnon, uh, to one of the top QAnon people, whose name is Praying Medic. And he wrote... Good man. He wrote... With SCOTUS dismissing the Texas lawsuit, where does the president stand? Exactly where he stood before Texas filed the case. There are many paths to victory. None require a ruling from the Supreme Court. <laughs> the longer the process goes, the more it favors POTUS, hashtag game theory. I'll tell you, dude, when I read that, it clicked. Yeah. It clicked. <laughs> I, I didn't get it until I read that, uh -huh. and then it made sense. Well, Jeff, why don't you tell us a little bit why why it makes sense, why you're so convinced? It makes that sense because this is the great surge, or no, no, the great awakening. I'm learning. I'm new to this. I'm learning. It's both. I so think please it's both. excuse me. <laughs> yeah. But the people, the only way the people could see what was really going on. I'm not talking about what was going on, but what was really going on Yeah, was to have this lawsuit, which is so obviously right. I mean, there's right 
come on. And then there's obviously right. Yeah. And it I had to be denied because if it just would have been accepted, everyone would have been okay. And then Trump, of course, would have gotten his next term, but people would not have been the deep state and the yeah. lizards and the and and the people that lie to us and tell us that the earth is round, they would have been able to stay in the shadows. Here's the scary part though, Jeff. Some of these motherfuckers, and, and you know, I was gonna talk about this later, but we're laughing about it. And I think someone's gonna die. And like, who's gonna die? I don't know. Like civil war, all this other stuff, secession, all the different things that are being discussed have been discussed a million times over um, for hundreds of years. It's, it, in many ways, that's America. But I do think some fucking, you know, at least one person is going to get shot. And that's one person too many. I, uh, I don't even understand what you're saying right now. I mean, people <laughs> die in revolutions all the time. I mean, people died in the American Revolution. They're patriots and heroes. I just mean a pizza shop owner almost got shot because of QAnon. You mean a officer in the child pedophile sex ring army? I do. Is what you're referring to. Mm -hmm. So you're on the side of the pedophiles. It's good to know. You know, Jeff, I'm on the side. <laughs> I'm on the side of reason. Now, don't get me wrong. When I uh, drove past uh, Comet Pizza in D.C. Uh, two or three years ago um, after a trip, um, I, I, I was hungry. I wanted a slice of pizza, and I did not go in there. Because you knew. Well, because I was afraid of people like you. I mean, like I said, one of us is on the child of the pedophile sex ring lizards. And then there's me, who's not. So. I just want to, I want to add something. Did you see the, since you I mean, and really I have you to thank because you keep up on all the Q stuff. Yeah. You send me links from time to time. You fill me in. You answer my questions. And it was always there. Like, it was just tingling in my brain. It was tingling there. Yeah. And I was I was wondering, like, you know, since the results of the election. Yeah, they were tingling. What is going to happen to these people? Like, what is, what is up with them? Where are they at? Where do they stand? Where do they stand? And the yeah. more I looked into it, I mean, really looked into it, I you realized I was one of these people. You started digging, as they say, uh, which I'm sure you understand that phrase because you're a part of them. You you, you started digging. Really digging. Yeah. You dug Really, in. really, really digging. And it you clicked dug. for me when I heard, because there's always something I suspected. I'm a little older than you. And I remember JFK Jr. And I remember, like, I mean, he was like a bright, shining star. And that guy, there's nothing he could not do wrong. I mean, it was it was crazy. It's that true. guy could like make the perfect omelet. He could. He married a beautiful woman. I can't I mean, believe. I think he yeah. I think he passed the bar in like thirty seconds. He passed the bar. It was incredible. I, he was a I, genius. And then all of a sudden, we're supposed to believe that he dies in some plane crash. Like just boom, that's it. And they never recover his body. Well, well I mean, I they recovered some bodies, but that wasn't his body. I can't that's believe been, you. That's been I, proven. 
I can't believe you're going to make me say this, but he was good at many things. He was not very good at flying a plane. Which, which that's impossible. That's like saying LeBron James is not good at basketball. So, so I always that was always there for me because there's no way that he could have gone out like that, like that, like a you know, like a like a shooting star just snuffed out. It's very quickly. And then in my research, in my digging deep, I learned that JFK Jr. he had to go into hiding. He knew too much. What did he know? He knew. He knew. He really knew. He figured it all out. And he said, if I, I got to go underground, I got to go deep. I got to yeah. start a secret organization with the allies of my father's enemies. Mm-hmm. That's, a, that's, a, that's a head fuck right there, if you really think about it. Well, pedophiles, not pedophiles. And we're going to form a group yeah, and originally it wasn't called Q. A lot of people don't know this. It was called T, originally, yeah. for a whole host of reasons. I I can't even explain. I mean, that's another podcast. He started T, which became Q. Whatever. That's yeah. what the new people call it. I learned. Sure. sure. And JFK Jr. has been directing this thing all along. And when I figured that out, I was like, oh. Oh, now I get it. So now that you get it, what's the next step, Jeff? Now that now that the uh, the Kraken has been the Kraken by Sidney Powell has been dismissed in every court that it has been submitted in. You gotta understand, Sidney is like Tom Hanks storming the beaches of Normandy. Sidney doesn't know the whole plan. Sidney yeah. only knows Cindy, Sidney. Sydney, 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 Sydney only knows so much because if you know too much, this is so hard to say. I know my wife is going to divorce me when she learns of this, dude. No, just take your time. I'm very worked up about it. Yeah, take your time. You're choking. You know, the problem is while you're discussing, you're too passionate and you're also. It washed that, over you, me. 20 minutes ago, I would have been like, you, a lot of bullshit. Sure. But when I figured out that Cindy all along was like Tom Hanks, she didn't know the whole plan. Cindy was just carrying out a mission where it's kind of like, if she's captured, she can't reveal too much. So the plan was never for any, any of this to work. It, it's not supposed to work. It doesn't work, dude. That's the thing. Yeah. If you think it's supposed to work, you're just again you haven't gone to that that level yet. You didn't realize that level of you it. You didn't yeah. realize it. Yeah. So it's not working, dude, and that means it's working. I and I But what are you hearing? I'm saying that I Your you fingers know, on the pulse, dude. You well, follow a, Patriot Man on Twitter? I want to be your friend. But I'm also concerned. Oh, I'm you've con- got to be concerned, dude. Yeah. What I have discovered, dude, is this is the only way to talk to a Q person. This is the only way. This is the only way where a Q person looks at somebody and says, you're fucking crazy, man. What are you talking about? When you try and use facts and reason <laughs> and whatever, like, of course, that's going to bounce off us like a suit of armor. Them. I mean, I meant them. 
I meant them. Us, going them. Going too far, adding something beyond their understanding of the world, so to speak. But in, in all full disclosure, I may or may not have been born again into Q just 20 minutes ago. We'll see. But you follow a lot of Q people. So how have the Q people been reacting since election day? Because I got to believe it's like it's been a, a wave, a... I don't know. It can't, you know, I mean, something like that, it's, you know, it smacks you in the face or there's the stages of grief or how, as a community, as someone who observes the community, yeah, leaving me out of it, what, yeah. what is your, what has your, what have you observed? I have observed uh, sort of three things. One, I've observed what, uh, sort of QAnon right-wing journalists have been sort of seeing themselves and then posting about. That's step one, you know. Um, and the people who are sort of Q journalists have um, shown exactly what QAnon has always been. Um, constant recalibration of what they expect based on the reality um, in order to uh, continuously prove what they expect will be. And what they expect will be is Trump remains president and all of the pedophile liberals are executed. The other um, side of it is my own experience, not reading other people's experiences of Q, but digging into Q myself. Um, I've done that sort of minimally, um, just a couple, couple different Twitter accounts. I don't go to 8chan. I don't go to all those weird websites. I, I find the best people, the quote unquote, most popular people, uh, who are Q supporters on Twitter. I also have continuously, one thing that I've tried to follow is the people who have been banned. The, the, the sort of big Q promoters that have not survived the bans on Twitter. Oh, YouTube. that's right. Because there's YouTube, there's been a big... Uh, yeah. They've, they've thrown a lot of them off, right? Right. And, and actually, one of the biggest Q promoters on Twitter, an interesting part of him not being banned on Twitter, is that he seems to have deactivated his account every time there's a purge. A quote-unquote social media purge of truth seekers. And so people suspect that it's possible that this guy praying medic um, on Twitter has succeeded in not having his account suspended because he suspends it himself, kind of like college football where LSU just said, we're not gonna play in a bowl game this year in an attempt to not get into more trouble because they're just giving athletes a shitload of money that they deserve. Um, so, but I've also followed some of the people that have been banned. Um, one guy, Jordan Sather, um, he had 250,000 followers on Twitter. Um, he had uh, maybe, I don't know, 50 to 100,000 on YouTube. I could be getting that number wrong. I think Twitter was his biggest thing, but he started getting thrown off of all of that. And he was making money off of that stuff. And he is fucking furious. 
He is posting shit on random accounts. He's on Parler. He's got a fake account on Twitter. Fake meaning he's trying to pretend it's not him. I think that one got banned too. He's doing short videos on Instagram where he has about 5,000 followers, much less than he had on other accounts. He's furious about it. He's not just furious about it. He's depressed because he can no longer speak to the people and he can no longer make that money. So um, so that's number one was reading journalists. Number two was my own brief research into what's happening to these people. And then number three is doing a little bit of research into friends of mine on Facebook and other social media, people I've known since I was a little kid people I've known for decades who are conservative and seeing has Q infected any of the people that I, um, you know, still know have been friends with uh, quite, you know, the short answer is yes. Where do we draw the line or can you draw the line between Q, the Q people like me? Yeah. Yeah. And the, yeah. And just the hardcore Trump supporters. Like, I, I've been trying to think, like, where is, what What separates them? Are they sitting around like, no, I, I, don't. I mean, this election was stolen. Clearly the, the, there's proof and those Q people are crazy. I mean, what is, how do we distinguish between the two of them? Well, those the two Q, groups. Yeah, you know, the Q, rep, the, the reporters on Q have been saying for years that no one should discount this as, um, silly bullshit no one should just look at this as just like some funny little sect that's going to disappear it's real it's going to sustain itself it's going to get violent as it already has in in, you know in limited cases but has gotten violent um and i i think exactly what you said is right i think the gap between QAnon and the republican party has never been closer never been smaller um you know i you know you could pick and choose like the maga base and the q the maga very intertwined at this point at this point it's hard to tell the difference it really it's just hard to tell the difference and and one of the reasons it's hard to tell the difference is because you know um i was reading an article recently where a Republican, I, I forget if it was a senator or a congressperson. I think it was a congressperson. Obviously, that's a big difference, or at least people claim it's a big difference. But, you know, someone said, if I don't say this, they're going to chew me up. Like the next town hall I have, they're going to scream at me. They're going to call me a traitor. They're going to do this and that. So what do I do? I say, okay, yeah, I support this uh, lawsuit, the Texas lawsuit or whatever fucking, you know, one of the 50 lawsuits or 60 lawsuits that have come out and you don't have to deal with quite, you know, at the, at the least, you don't have to deal with people screaming at you at the next town hall and you don't have to deal with those people not voting for you. Um, and at the most, or at the, at, at the most terrifying, you're trying to avoid people uh, bombing your fucking house. Because as I said earlier, I, I'm convinced someone's going to die. And it might be one person. 
I mean, but this is America. Someone always dies. I mean, that's not, you know. Well, yeah. Like there was, you know, people were doing You're not murdering people that. and, you know, we're You're a violent wrong. culture. So I don't know if. We are. We are very violent. is, you know. It's a funny thing. People think America is, is yeah, is, is nonviolent. We are one of the most politically violent states in the world. Certainly one, certainly when you- we're, okay. we're, I mean, and it's, man, people don't really see it as political violence. And that's, you know, amazing too, is when, you know, when we look at other countries, we accuse them of having all this political violence. And in America, somehow we're like, no, we don't have a lot of political violence. I mean, sure, we have a lot of violence, but you can't call it political violence. And it's, it's like, yeah, look a little deeper. There's a lot of political violence there. Do you find that a lot of Q people, and again, this is a total generalization, seem like they're somehow Catholic or from Catholic families or backgrounds? I mean, you know, Americans, you know, like white Catholics. Um, Christian. I think there's Christian, a lot of... Well, for sure, yeah. Yeah, I wouldn't say Catholic. I would say there's definitely a lot of Christianity. How much Christianity? I don't know. There's a lot of it. Like what percentage? I don't know. The reason I ask this is because I feel like 20 years ago or so that the evangelical movement was so much stronger. And certainly the Catholic church prior to the whole sex abuse scandal, I think was, you know, had a lot more members and, and, you know, they just, there was a place for these people to go and they exercise their craziness and their belief in imaginary shit in church. You know, I, but then I, in the last like yeah. 10 years, it's like these, these institutions have gotten kind of a bad rap. A lot of the, you know, social changes, you know, they don't tolerate, you know, certain personal choices that people make, but these people still need somewhere to go to express whatever that is that, you know, made them believe in the magic stories of the church. And they're like looking for a new magic story and they're still drawn to authority figures. Yeah. I don't Um, think. Yeah. It's still very conservative leaning. And I, I wonder if, you know, that has been a fertile recruiting ground for, for, for QAnon. Cause I I know when I got thrown out of the Catholic church. All right, Jeff. No, sorry, I cut that part out. But do you, does that, what do you no, think no, of that theory? Just, uh, I, I, I don't know enough. I don't know enough. I, to me, it's not so much about, I think that the people who are, you know, in, in conspiracy theories, and, and this is anecdotal, but I really don't have enough, you know, to speak other than anecdotally. I mean, I've certainly... Um, you know, read a lot and, you know, QAnon and all these other conspiracy, conspiracy theories have ruined the ability to say the phrase, I've done some research. You, unfortunately, now you sound like a fucking maniac when you say I've done some research. My own research. I've done my own research. Uh, sadly, that makes you sound like a fucking maniac at this point. But um, I... No, I, I don't think it's I, I don't think it's connected to I think what's happened in the in the Christian church and the Catholic Church um has not been directly 
is not because of, um, at least as far as conspiracy theories, is not because of uh, all the molestation scandals and all the uh, theft and kleptocracy scandals. I, I, I just think it's, it, that's too complicated to even be a part of it. It's just, for me, every person I've ever known who is conspiracy theorist, who um, is into this shit in one way or another, in a million different ways, some Q, some chemtrails, some aliens, some this, some that, like whatever. Um, and there are some people who believe in all of it and some people who believe in none of it. And some people who believe in just like one or two things and anti-vaxxers and all this other stuff. It, it's too simple to, to point out any one particular thing. I, it's just when you have a world of uncertainty and you are afraid to die and when life is difficult, those things filter a lot of other shit. Um, they filter what, you know, the, the filter of fear of, of what's going to happen when we die, of, of what is going to happen in the next five years. Will my girlfriend still love me five years from now? Will my boyfriend? All those things all those fears, all those anxieties, they get filtered through whatever the fuck it is your brain filters them through. And there's a, you know, nature or nurture or this or that. And a, a bunch of different people filter them in different ways. So I personally grew up, um, you know, it, it, my family was conservative. Um, I am liberal, I'm leftist. I also um, am terrified of planes. My mom is terrified of planes. My mom votes for Republicans. She raised me, she votes for Republicans. I vote for Democrats. I wish there were people more left of Democrats. She thinks the Republicans are idiots, but she'll vote for them anyway. And we're both afraid of planes. And, you know, that's our kind of Tetris or Lego piece. That's how we fit together. You know, you know, and, and you just, for every different person, there's a different fit. And it's, it's, you know, we all have, I think we all have um, crazy fucking ideas. I'm scared of elevators too. There's no reason to be scared of elevators. I've never had a bad time in an elevator i was once trapped in an elevator for five minutes it wasn't a big deal but i've had my therapist come with me on an elevator to try to teach me that this is not an unsafe place um being afraid of elevators is just as crazy to me as thinking well actually no it isn't it's less crazy but we're all scared of shit we're all afraid of shit we all have difficult times in our lives we're all trying to like make heads and tails of politics and this and that but there's and a certain if i can just jump in there's a certain type of person and sometimes yeah. i think it's genetic like their brain cannot reason maybe it is i don't know i'm not a scientist i'm just it's a simple way to say it yeah that that tend to you know follow authority figures they have no ability to kind of reason for themselves or question something is being true or false 
and they, you know, and they find their thing, you know, they find their thing. And I think that as we have seen religiosity sort of fade in the last 20, 25 years, we have, you know, we have seen this new movement arise, you know, felt like, you know, overnight to some extent. Yeah. Um, And I wonder if that is where some of these people are going, you know, it's not new, you know, it's, they've moved from movement to movement, from religion to religion, cult to cult, belief system to belief system. Obviously a political figure has emerged that is, that is, uh, that wants to have a cult-like following, behaves like a cult leader, behaves like a, you know, a despot um, who is, he's craving that kind of attention. So of course that turns people on seemingly it turns a lot more people off than it turns on but you know that's part of it you never had someone in the white house who was craving that sort of attention would get you know you're just naturally going to get that kind of attention at least so overtly yeah so you know that you know that was thrown into the mix um and you know and then obviously there's the new way that people are getting you know and sharing information that is come on the scene in the last 10 years and that has something to do with it but you know crazy groups of people believing outrageous things is you know it's not new it's been going on for a long time you know einstein tried to come up with a universal theory of physics and and he wasn't able to and i think we're in the same spot i i I can't i can't sit here and and try to come up with a universal theory of why people are so all over the place um in the irrational beliefs and insane beliefs. I, you know, I, I think one thing that you just said, there is a clarification. When I talk about how I'm afraid of elevators, I'm not afraid of elevators because of facts. I'm not afraid of elevators because I'm on a social group that says that elevators are controlled by George Soros. I'm aware that I get anxious on an elevator because of an irrational belief based on anxiety that just sort of happens to me and I'm working on that with a fucking therapist. And maybe that sounds like the most lib lab shit in the world, but that's who I am. Um, But, you know, when you get to QAnon and all these other folks um, in some of these conspiracy theories, their beliefs are not based on, they're not sitting there going, yeah, I feel this way. I realize it's not true. It's just scary for me. No, they 100% believe the shit that they're seeing no matter how fucking crazy it is and i, I don't know why i you know i my my uh, a well, friend they probably of mine, believed a bunch of crazy shit before they believed in QAnon too well um, you know I, and i bet there's yeah. some of them that never believed in any crazy shit and then you know events in their life took place that led them to some you know where they were pro- you know probably lousy shit where they were leading them to something that could you know, something that could answer some of these questions for them. I mean, and like all things, QAnon is based in a little reality that, you know, the system is rigged against you by elites at the top. And that's very true. You know, that's very true. Now, where they go with it is is insane, you know, but yeah, I, I you mean, know, like- part of the problem is, is no one even wants to, you know, in, in sort of mainstream sort of corporate culture, elite culture, whatever you want to call it, no one will even acknowledge that part is true. So the divide, you know, gets even deeper. Well, I, I, have, I have a friend who I grew up with, who was one of my best friends. 
and we haven't spoken well we actually spoke about two years ago well we haven't been you know uh friends we spoke we uh did a little uh Hey, remember when that shit happened? Oh yeah, that was funny. We spoke for about five minutes. But I, 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 you know, I remember being 13 years old with this guy, watching the History Channel, and watching what is now Ancient Aliens. But at the time, was just like, you know, they didn't call it Ancient Aliens, but they were just like, you know, they were doing a lot of Egypt shit back when I was 12, 13 years old, back in like 1995, History Channel. We're opening the tomb of Tutankhamun and all this other shit, you know, or or when uh, X-Files was popular and Fox did that thing where they were like, we're doing an autopsy of an alien body. We're going to do this. And the marketing of that shit was always, we're never saying it's true. But if you think it's true, we're not going to dissuade you. You know, th- that was always the way it was. And when I was 12, 13, 14 years old watching that shit, it was, it, it seemed really fucking cool. And I would watch the History Channel and I'd watch that, that Fox alien autopsy because I was just like, you know, I'm not seeing anything about this that seems real, but maybe it is. And there's a part of you that wants it to be real because that's pretty fucking cool. It's pretty fucking cool that there's an alien body that we're about to autopsy. It's pretty fucking cool that there is a, 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 a tomb in Egypt that we're going to excavate and we're going to learn some amazing thing. And I, but, but I remember watching this shit. I remember the moment my brain actually said, this is bullshit. I was like 14 years old, maybe 15 years old. I was watching it. Um, I was loving every second of it. And... I noticed at one point, bravo, that fucking, they had provided no evidence, that there was nothing there. Why I, re- you know, I reached that age at what, what well, point? That's, I what I, that's why I'm saying before, I do wonder if it's genetic. Like there's something in your brain that's just like, wait a minute, I enjoy this, but it's kind of bullshit. And, you know, no one can bring any facts to bear. And the person next to you is like the authority whether it's the narrator of the TV show or it's the priest in their church or it's their parent, they said this was true. And that imprints on them in such a way that they're always going to feel like it's true. And we all have superstitions and we all have crazy shit that maybe we believe in, but we're not all out there like living our life. It might be. You know, I wonder, I have a friend who, who, you know, he's, he thinks it's definitely some kind of it's some kind of genetic predisposition. There's got to be a way to kind of study people and understand it better. You know, people that you know go for this these like crazy cults or mass hysteria or whatever you want to call it. Hey, Bob Dylan said that all of his songs popped into his brain because God gave them to him. You know, <laughs> you know. Yeah, maybe- but that's not as crazy as believing there's a cabal of whatever the fuck and well lizards and john f kennedy jr and you know and numerology and you know and 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 you know again and even uh, there was that great interview with that woman who was in queue for a while uh that the new york times did and what broke it for her was when it started becoming religious and she's like i bought into this because it was supposed to be military intelligence people and my family was all in the military 
but when it became the sort of numerology and religiosity to it and there was q was had bible verses she's like this is bullshit you know what i mean like it just went off for her or whatever you know but the and 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 you know and she admitted you know she had just gotten into this rabbit hole where it had become her reality and you know certainly i think a lot of us are more susceptible to brainwashing than we would care to admit but there's a point where you can just justify anything you know and i think that's why i was interested in this topic because it's like these people have been told in such great de- in such entertainingly great detail for years now that this was the outcome that was going to happen and everything around them is like crashing down <laughs> And day after day, you know, since the election, there's more evidence that what they were told was going to happen is not going to happen. And they are just like a chameleon, like they are just changing and they are just making shit up on the go. And these people seem perfectly happy to believe it. It's not the first time this phenomenon has ever happened, but it's like we are definitely, you know, witnessing it right now in real time. It's a very unique situation. I mean, you know, um, like I said, I I remember the exact room I was in viscerally when I was watching a History Channel show about the potential that some mummy might rise from the grave and saying, this is really entertaining and it's a lot of fun, but it's bullshit. And I was about 14, 15 years old. And the guy that was sitting next to me, my best friend at the time, um, today, today, I, I went to his Facebook page and he posted two days ago a Indian spiritual leader, uh, an Indian gentleman uh, who is wearing, you know, uh, uh, traditional Indian clothing, um, and he, you know, you know, has an Indian accent and said in this video, and my friend posted this saying, everyone should watch this and share it and see the spirit, the sincerity of this man. And I watched the video because I was just like, what, you know, what the fuck are you posting, my friend? And this guy said, this Indian spiritual healer said, I don't know anything about American politics, but I do know that in the book of heaven, it reads that Donald Trump should be the next president of the United States. And this has been friends you wish you had. <laughs> Sorry. No, it's a, I my friend went in once in a while. No, go ahead. Sorry. No, I'm just saying like that moment when I was 15 and I'm watching this shit and I'm like, this is fake. And my friend goes, no, it isn't. And now 20 years later, he posts this shit where the book of heaven in the book of heaven, it is written that Trump should be president again. And I think with that, I would like to actually end the podcast with the quote by Benjamin Franklin quote. So convenient a thing to be a reasonable creature since it enables one to find or make a reason for everything one has a mind to do. Happy Hanukkah, Roman. Happy holidays, Jeff. <laughs>